if you ask me what well, the one thing about finance that would surprise people outside of finance, I would say that it is that a majority of people in the business believe in crazy, ridiculous conspiracy theories that are not true. Finance is full of conspiracy theories. It's nuts. People in the business are nuts. Maybe you've heard of some of these. We'll go through some of them. I, I, it's just astounding the types of stuff that people believe in. It is nuts. So I would say the most popular conspiracy theory, which has probably become less popular in recent years, is that there is this shadowy government organization called the Plunge Protection Team, the PPT, that buys large quantities of stocks and or futures to screw the short sellers and then what? Sells them later for a profit or just holds on to them? I don't know. The PPT, the Plunge Protection Team. People really believed in this. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, what do you, do you think... There's like some guy at the New York Fed in an office like buying S&P E-minis all day and like rolling them like he would have to roll like 500,000 contracts. Do you think do you think this is like people would actually do this and it wouldn't be noticed? Do you think there's actually a plunge protection team that props up the market? People actually believe this It's totally serious. People believe that the government buys stocks to screw short sellers. And when the short sellers lose money, they blame the PPT. And that's usually the way it works in life is that if you're losing, you blame somebody else for your problems. It's not your responsibility. I'm going to blame the government. It's the government's fault that I'm a terrible trader and I'm losing money in these positions. You know. So this is totally serious. People believe that the government buys stocks. It's common. It's a very common belief on Wall Street. It's very mainstream. And I would say that it's actually out of consensus to believe in the non-existence of the plunge protection team. Wall Street people are very superstitious people. Well, you know, there is sort of an element of truth to all conspiracy theories, and there is one for this too, I want to. I think it was back in the '80s. The government set up something called the President's Working Group on Financial Markets, which consists of some hedge fund managers and some bank CEOs and people like that. And typically, the president will convene the working group during periods of market stress, and they have a conference call and they talk about what to do with the markets. And the government has a bunch of options, none of which includes buying stock. The government does not buy stock. I will say that again, the government does not buy stock. The only time that the government has bought stocks was in the financial crisis, and those purchases weren't in the open market. Those were equity infusions in banks. The government does not buy stock. Having said that, elsewhere in the world, other foreign governments have bought stock. Okay, The Bank of Japan was buying ETFs for many years <laughs> as part of, it wasn't like the plunge protection team, but it was part of monetary policy. They were printing in to buy stocks and, and it, they bought so many stocks that the government ended up owning like 30 or 60% of the stock market. 
you'd probably be surprised to learn that the BOJ owns a big chunk of the Japanese stock market. And the rationale for doing this is beyond the scope of this discussion, but yes, Japan buys stocks. The Swiss National Bank, the Central Bank of Switzerland, has also bought stocks, but interestingly, not Swiss stocks. They bought American stocks. They bought a bunch of Facebook and Apple and Amazon and stuff like that. It, that, actually, that happened. That actually happened. But the U.S. government does not buy stocks. And the Federal Reserve does not buy stocks. Could they one day buy stocks? I suppose it's possible. If we find ourselves in a depression and they are doing some kind of extraordinary monetary policy, then I suppose it's possible that the government could buy stocks, but it is highly unlikely. Anytime you hear someone say that the government buys stocks, it is a conspiracy theory. Why do people perpetuate these conspiracy theories? Because they are losers. <laughs> Because they lose money betting that stocks will go down, and they're not going to blame themselves. They're going to blame somebody else. Losers blame the refs. Winners find a way to win. And this isn't really a story about the plunge protection team and conspiracy theories. This is a story about people who blame everyone else but themselves for their problems. Whose fault is it that you lost your job? What is your part in it? Okay. People aren't very introspective. I lost my job. Well, my boss is a jerk. My boss's boss is a jerk, has a bad corporate culture. They were doing layoffs, whatever. No, you lost your job because you suck. Okay. That's what happened. So what is your part in it? Whose fault is it that you have debt collectors calling you in the middle of the night? Oh, these mean debt collectors. These people are jerks, and the credit card companies are jerks, and everybody's jerks, except for me. I'm this innocent person. No, it is your fault. What is your part in it? Whose fault is it that you missed a couple of mortgage payments and the bank is going to foreclose on you? Oh, I mean, the evil bank. You know, banks are terrible, whatever. It's your fault. It's your fault. What is your part in it? You always have to ask, in any situation, what is my part in this? How am I responsible? The reason why you ask that question is because you can't control other people. You can't control what the government does. You can't control what your spouse does. You can't control what your boss does. All you can control is you. You want to get rid of debt? Focus on yourself. You want to get your personal finances together? Focus on yourself. You want to save for retirement? Focus on yourself and your behavior. Don't focus on other people. It has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with the government. It has nothing to do with your spouse. It has nothing to do with your boss. The thing with conspiracy theories, and I have a long history with conspiracy theories, the thing with these conspiracy theories is that they give absolution to those actually responsible. And if you think about all the 9-11 conspiracy theories, Bush knew, Bush engineered this whole, what about building seven, all this stuff. Like, they give absolution to the people who are actually responsible and they dishonor the memories of those that were lost, right? 
conspiracy theories are the worst thing in the world. And I'm sure you're listening to this and you're like, well, what about the conspiracy theories that came true? What about conspiracy facts? No, it's not about media narratives. It's you may think you're smart. You know, conspiracy theories are for very mid people, you know, 100 IQ people, you know, like, you know, I, I do my own research type of people. Yeah, whatever. So. In the case of the plunge protection team, the people actually responsible are the traders. They're responsible for their losses. And I cannot stress this enough. Losers blame the refs. Winners find a way to win. You are not being oppressed by anyone. You are not being oppressed by the government. You are not being oppressed by politicians. You are not being oppressed by corporations. The only person oppressing you is you. So take responsibility for yourself and get your act together. Now, I do want to take a minute to talk about my new book, No Worries, which is coming out January 23rd, 2024. It's called No Worries, How to Live a Stress-Free Financial Life. And this book, I assure you, will change your life. It will. Uh, I wrote most of it in 2021. Uh, I wrote it as part of a class for my MFA program. I did a book proposal in this class called The Publishing Process. Um, you know, when I was on the radio from 2019 to 2021, I began to develop a lot of ideas on personal finance. And what I really kind of came down to was... It's all about minimizing your financial stress. It's not about making the most money. Most of the other personal finance books out there are about how to make the most money. Seven easy steps to become a millionaire. Ten easy steps to become a millionaire. While the steps aren't easy, and a lot of the things you do to become a millionaire actually increase your financial stress. So I am not a big fan of increasing your financial stress because then you are not happy. And I often tell people I'm not in the finance business. I'm in the happy people. Happy business, excuse me. So the book is coming out January 23rd, 2024. Go on Amazon. Go on Barnes & Noble. It's being sold everywhere. Pre-order it. We're going to have the audio book up probably in a couple of days. You can pre-order the audio book. Um, it's going to be fantastic. And my goal is to get this on the New York Times bestseller list. So, if, hey, you know, hook a brother up, pre-order some copies and get this on the New York Times bestseller list because this book is going to change the way people think about money forever. So we, we talk about the two sources of financial stress, debt and risk. Those are the two sources of financial stress. There are no others. Most people think about debt. There's also risk. Risk in the stock market, risk in your investments. Okay, And we go into great detail on sort of the granular stuff on credit cards and mortgages and car loans and student loans and investing and stuff like that. And when you finish this book, you will be a hell of a lot smarter. So January 23rd, don't wait, don't wait until then to order it. Pre-order it now. Go to Amazon and pre-order No Worries How to Live a Stress-Free Financial Life.